So what does an Airbnb superhost and a property manager have in common? Well, it turns out there's a heck of a lot. Communication, customer experience, attentiveness, and an ability to listen are just a few of the secrets to success that my guest today shares. And if you want to have a steady stream of five-star reviews rolling into your business, I'd grab a pen and paper because you're going to learn a lot. Welcome to the Property Management Podcast with That Property Mum. I'm your host, Kylie Walker. I'm a former television sports journalist and mother of four turned co-owner of a million-dollar real estate brand. Each week, I teach women in the property management industry all the best tips to help you balance your career and family, grow your dream business, master your fear, boost your confidence, and conquer your mindset. Ready to get started? Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the Property Management Podcast. I'm your host, Kylie Walker, aka That Property Mum. Welcome to today's episode and it's a bit of a different one. Today, we're going to be talking with an Airbnb super host, Jules Rolnick. And if you are asking, but Kylie, what does this have to do with property management and running a successful business? Well, it turns out quite a lot, actually. Have you ever had a nightmare Airbnb experience? I have. And my most recent one was in Sydney. I stayed at Coogee and I had a bed that was a trundle bed pulled together and it collapsed on the third night. The host just asked me to try and pull it together and fix it best I could. The bathroom flooded and the TV only had Netflix. And I know this sounds like first world problems and and they are. But I was paying a lot of money for the experience and it was a little bit disappointing to say the least. But my guest today would never have allowed that experience to happen. She's written a book called Secrets of a Superhost, How to Become an Airbnb Rockstar. And she has risen through the echelons of the Airbnb world and has been named a superhost 23 times. And in order to do that, you must maintain a 4.8 star rating. Now, that is not an easy feat. In our conversation today, Jules breaks down the simple but really effective strategies and secrets that we should all apply to our businesses because reviews are so important to all of our businesses these days. So let's dive on in and hear her secrets. Hi, Jules. Thank you so much for joining me on the Property Management Podcast today. Now, before we dive in, can you please let our listeners know a little bit about yourself and how you got started as an Airbnb super host? Hi, Kylie. Thanks for having me on. Well, how did I get started as a super host? Well, I have to take you back to 2013 when my gorgeous husband, Adam, was diagnosed with bowel cancer. And unfortunately, it had travelled to the liver. So it wasn't looking very good. And I was sitting there with the prospect of not only losing my husband, I had two young kids, I had a mortgage I just couldn't afford, and I hadn't had a proper job in many years. I was 44 years old, so I was pretty scared. Interestingly enough, Adam at that time had said to me, a work colleague of his had bought an apartment and was renting it out on Airbnb. 
And Adam said, Jules, I think we should look at buying a property as an investment and doing that because he said, you would be amazing as an Airbnb host. And I said, oh, no, I don't think so. No, he said, there's a couple of reasons why. He said, you have incredible communication skills. You have such a generosity of spirit and everybody loves you. And I went, oh, okay, okay. And funnily enough, I just read this incredible book, incredible book called Rich Woman by Kim Kiyosaki. And that book is all about investing for women and it's written by a woman for women and it's about encouraging and educating women to create financial security. So I thought, oh, this could be a good idea. So first thing I had to do was... I didn't know anything about property investing. So I took myself out and I went to every property seminar I could find and I actually really enjoyed the process. It was like, oh, this is this is actually quite good. So I had to narrow it down to, okay, if I'm going to buy a property for Airbnb, what am I going to buy? So I narrowed it down to what I could afford and that was a one-bedroom apartment. So the next thing I had to do was work out where am I going to buy this apartment? And after doing lots of research, I settled on Melbourne City. And the reason I chose Melbourne, the city of Melbourne, was because there's lots of tourists that come through. Also, there's so much shopping and sports and entertainment and cafes and restaurants and bars. So I thought, oh, this could be a winner. So I had the one-bedroom property I wanted and the area. So off I went on my merry little way and I lucked out by coming across this incredible agent. He was one of those old guys, sorry, John, from a timeless era. He was so dapper and he was he was just gorgeous. But what I loved about him was that he listened He listened to what I wanted, which I was having a little bit of difficulty with that. So after a few false starts, we came across this one-bedroom apartment in the beating heart of Melbourne, and it was perfect. It ticked all my Airbnb boxes. It had the village feel. It it was close to transport. It was cafes and bars everywhere. And so I thought, that's it. So I put in an offer and I, I got the apartment. And I thought, okay, I've got it now. What am I going to do? How do I become an Airbnb host? So I had a bit of a panic attack. And then I thought, okay, I'm going to do a course. And I typed in the computer, you know, Airbnb for dummies or Airbnb 101. I can't remember what it was. And I came across this course, $50. And it was, and I did it. And it was amazing because it took me through everything I needed to do to become an Airbnb host. What sort of photographs to take? Landscape or portrait? Well, you take landscape photos for Airbnb. How do I write an ad? It it just went through everything. So I did that. took me a long time to prepare it. But once I did, I listed it and off we went. And how how many properties have you got now? Have you got multiple properties or still just that? Just that that one, one. Just that one. But that sort of leapfrogged me into writing the book and then becoming a property well property developer owner developer owner builder so and i've I've sold my airbnb now so 
that's amazing. Like you've obviously, you had no, I, I love that you've, you had no idea what you're doing, but you took the steps, um, you sought the expertise, you, you got the advice that you needed and you, you went ahead and did it anyway. And I imagine there was a lot of fear and self-doubt um, around making that decision to, to, to go out and, you know, buy a property and have your own Airbnb. It sure was. In fact, it was quite funny. I remember when I was writing the ad and I was, I'm a bit of a perfectionist, so it was taking me forever and ever and ever. And Adam, my husband, is a real, just do it. That's his motto, just do it. So he literally had to, when we were ready to list, I kept making excuses. Oh, no, I'm not ready. And I remember going out of the apartment, around the block, having a panic attack, going, I can't do this. This is terrible. And I came back and he literally grabbed my finger and he pushed the list the list button and it went live. And within, I think it was like 15 minutes, I had traction. Oh, that is so good. So I've been in property management for a number of years now and so have a lot of my listeners. And I think there's a lot of lessons that we can take from you after reading your brief about your book. Uh, and one area in particular that I'd like us to have a little bit of a conversation about is reviews. And I know Airbnb relies really heavily on reviews. So tell us, what are some ways that we can um, ensure that we get some raving reviews from some of our clients? I remember years ago, I heard a saying, excellence is unforgettable. And that really struck me because excellent service is unforgettable. And you know, you could even go down and get a coffee from your barista. And if he gives you a beautiful coffee and provides excellent service, you're never going to forget him. And he's a barista or, you know, the Uber driver. But it doesn't matter. Whatever you do, you have to provide excellence. Excellence is unforgettable. So that was absolutely crucial for me. And I think whether you're an Airbnb host or a property manager, you need to provide excellent service. You also need to have incredible communication skills. I often scratch my head because I think, oh, people think communication happens when often it doesn't. It's the illusion of thinking communication has happened. So you really, really want to have great communication skills. And I know, for example, as an Airbnb host, if I got a request to book or an inquiry, I would act with immediacy. I would be straight onto that guest. I would be, be looking at the reservation. I'd be answering any questions they had, but I would get back to them as soon as possible. And also any issues, complaints or problems or questions, I would absolutely act with immediacy. I would go into rapid response mode. I would attend to whatever was needed with, as I, and I know I keep repeating myself, but it was with immediacy because all people want is to know, A, have I been heard? Has she heard me? Do they care about me? And you ask that guest or tenant or whoever it might be, what can I do to help? What can I do to fix it? So for me, I believe it doesn't matter what you do, whether you're an Airbnb host or in property management, those three things are crucial. Communication is all. Getting on the front foot with any questions, 
queries, anything. You get straight onto it and deliver. You ask that person, what can I do to help? How can I make it better? Believe you me, that's happened to me a few times. And I would say, okay, what do you need? What can I do to help? And that's all they needed. That's all they needed to hear. And I was like, oh, thanks, Jules. You care. So, and as I said, that last beautiful saying, excellence is unforgettable. That is so good. And I think there is so much that you have said there that we can really translate into property management. I think that's absolutely brilliant advice there. Um, And it kind of relates to the next question that I want to ask you. And it's another idea that you share in your book. Um, It's about creating an experience for your guests. And I have been preaching this for years. Now, everyone can deliver good customer service. But people remember how you made them feel, not what you actually did for them. Um, And that's all about the experience. Would you agree? Absolutely, Kylie. It's funny. I, um, I, when I was doing research for my book and I had to go through a lot of the reviews that I got, I remember sitting there and I was actually in tears because a lot of my reviews were like love letters. These people write these beautiful reviews, but they were, they were so personal personable and they'd say they'd write things like the apartment was amazing Jules ticked all the boxes but it was also Jules that made the experience because I wanted everybody to feel like firstly Airbnb is a home away from home so I wanted to create the environment that people could walk in they wouldn't have to want for anything do anything they could just sit down make a cup of coffee, grab a magazine, turn the TV on and Netflix is there and just relax. So that was important for me to make them feel that they were looked after and really like king and queen, feeling like king and queen. So I think by providing that, that that experience rather than, oh, this is just a accommodation. And also, and as I keep going back to, communication was all I would keep in communication with them if they reached out to me yes 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 great what do you need and I just yeah though I think those things were really important making them feel that they were loved and cared for and special because we that's what we all want and also what I used to think what do I want what do I like when I go somewhere and that was really important and it's really interesting I I call them the three pillars and that is really crucial to a successful Airbnb. Great bedding. You know, when people stay at an Airbnb, it's not so much, oh, because people are still going to go out, they're still going to sightsee, they're going to do all those things. But the one thing they're going to do is they're going to sleep. They're going to sleep there. So invest some time in getting a bed that is the mattress comfortable doesn't have to be too soft or too hard but invest you don't have to spend a fortune I didn't but I took time to invest in a good mattress soft bedding towels you know just luxurious towels the thing is what people don't understand is oh that's going to cost me so much money it doesn't when you buy good quality it lasts forever and good heating and good air conditioning all these little things it's all the little things that you've got to, it's like the devil's in the detail. So if you can do the little things, then, you know, you, you'll you absolutely 
be on to a winner. Jules, you've shared some really great advice and tips and a lot of that is so transferable into um, our jobs as property managers and the the clients that we service and um, the properties that we manage. So what are some of the other top secrets um, that you can share with us for becoming um, an Airbnb superhost, um, or I'm thinking a property management superhero? Okay, well, you, without a shadow of a doubt, you'd need to prepare your Airbnb for success. That's first and foremost. So educate yourself, get on the front foot. You don't want to go in with your trader wheels on, as I said, you really need to from that from the get-go it's all about reviews with airbnb 4.8 to become a super host for example you need 4.8 an average of 4.8 stars each and every time so to put this in perspective i reached super host status on my first assessment now you get assessed four times a year every three months to become a super host so you have to maintain the rate. So every three months, you're going to be assessed again if you are going to reach superhost status. And if you don't reach that 4.8 star rating, then you'll lose your superhost status. So I was lucky enough to become superhost on my first try. And I was superhost through my whole time with Airbnb. And I think I racked up 23, 23 times I was a super host and it and it didn't stop there. So that's the first thing you really need to do. I would spend time on designing your Airbnb. I would I would really spend time on decorating it. So for example, with myself, and, and it's funny because originally I was going to hire someone to come in and design and help me design my Airbnb, I realised I couldn't afford $20,000 to design or, or style a, a one-bedroom apartment. So I just took myself off to, I think it was a dance back then, and they had this $100 service and I got someone to come out and, and they sort of helped me put it together. But, you know, you can do that yourself, I suppose, but um, definitely styling because... What's also important with that is you want you want it to look gorgeous, but you want it to be clutter-free, and this is a big one. And it's funny because if you have a room in your home or even if you have, for example, like myself, an apartment, people love to put photos up and knickknacks and all this sort of thing. No one wants that. No one wants that. Plus your cleaner does not want that because the cleaner comes in and they've got it dust things and whatnot. So you want to have it stylish. And you can just, for example, I had a fabulous sign made up of, it was my street name. So my apartment was on Hardware, in Hardware Street in Melbourne. So I got this sign made up with Hardware Street and the coordinates. And so that was, I had that on the wall and that's just one thing, one piece, one standout piece. People loved it. They were absolutely crazy about it. They'd walk in, they'd see this sign and they'd be like, oh, my God, that is so cool. So you don't need a lot. You don't need fabulous. You just need a couple of one or a couple of statement pieces. And as I said, keep it clean and clutter-free. The great thing is with my apartment, people would walk in. It wasn't like, you know, the Taj Mahal or anything, but people felt, oh, 
they just felt felt like it was zen and the stress just dropped away from their body. So that's that's really important. That's another important um, tip. You want to hire a good cleaner. That is absolutely that's that's huge. I mean, I've got all these great tips, but really, you want a cleaner who. Firstly, you want a cleaner who does Airbnb because Airbnb changes all the time. You might have somebody come in and stay for two days and then somebody else comes in for two weeks. So you want somebody who understands Airbnb and also what a great thing is with finding a great cleaner, you can also use them for other things like, you know, my cleaner would not only clean, she did all the the laundering, the laundering, not money laundering, so she changed all the linen and so forth. And as time went on, I would use her when I'd go on holidays. So they'd reach out to the gorgeous Sharon. Hello, Sharon. Um, and yeah, she was fantastic. So that's really important. So you've got a you've you've written your book. So tell us a little bit about the journey of your book, how that came about, and why you wanted to write the book. Yes, Secrets of a Superhost, How to Become an Airbnb Rockstar. Well, over the years, I had many people ask me, Jules, Jules, share your secrets with me. How did you become this successful Airbnb rockstar? And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And I this would happen a lot. So I thought, oh, yeah, okay, you know, I, I see that there's something here. So that was one reason. Another reason was, and this is so funny, when people used to ask me, what do you do? And I'd say, I'm an Airbnb host. Do you know how many people would share their horror stories? Soon as I would say, I'm an Airbnb host, they'd be off and running and it would be one horror story after another. And I'm not kidding you, it was more horror stories than positive stories. And I thought, wow, I'm having the complete opposite Effect. My guests love my apartment. They love me, and they give me the best reviews. So something's going on here. And funnily enough, Adam, the kids, and I, we were in on the Gold Coast a few years ago, and we're staying in this beautiful apartment right on the beach. It was stunning, but there was all these things that weren't right. For example. There was no, on arrival, most people, as, I, as I've said before, they just want to arrive and relax and have a coffee or tea. So there was none of that. The, the cupboards were bare. There was, the TV was broken. There were a couple of other things. But what was really interesting was that my kids were like, mom, mom, what's the Wi-Fi? Where's the Wi-Fi codes? The Wi-Fi codes. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I couldn't find them. And funnily enough, with my apartment, one of the, one of the things I really wanted to make sure of was that I had the fastest Wi-Fi and unlimited Wi-Fi. And what people have got to remember, all these things are tax deductible. And what is the question that most people would ask me when they'd request to book? Do you have Wi-Fi? Do you have fast Wi-Fi? That was like the number one question. So here we are in this apartment. So I rang the host and I said, oh, look, you know, just, just wondering where the Wi-Fi codes are. And she said, oh, sorry, haven't got them on me. I'll just pop in when I pop in tomorrow and I'll give them to you. And I was like, what? And I got off the phone and I went, oh, my God. And I sat there and I was shaking my head thinking, what's wrong with that woman? I would move heaven and earth if my guests 
you know, if they couldn't find the Wi-Fi codes or whatever, I'd move heaven and earth to, to fix it. So Adam turned around and he said, Jules, Jules, you need to write a book and share your secrets with the community. And I went, oh, yep, 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 that's great. I'll do that. Yes, I will. And, of course, it 18 months goes by and here I am in Bali and I'm I'm on this retreat and I'm sitting at this in the breakfast room and there was a guy sitting across from me and I had my laptop there and I was attempting to start writing, you know, my book and we got chatting, this guy, I'll call him John. John and I got chatting and he said, oh, what do you do, X, Y, Z? And, you know, I said, oh, I'm writing, a, I'm an Airbnb host and I'm writing a book about my experience as a host. And he looked at me and said, really? He said, I'm here on holiday with my wife and we've rented our apartment out back in Sydney on Airbnb for the first time. Kat, and I'm thinking, God, you can't make this stuff up, can you? And he said, can you share with me some of your tips? And I said, absolutely. And I was sharing all sorts of fabulous tips with him and he turned around to me and he said, Jules, you have to write this book. He said, it's not so much a how-to book, but a book of your experiences as a host and what's worked for you. And also people will be able to see what life is like through the eyes, through the lens of a host. So that was the moment that I went, I'm going to write this book. And I did. Thank you so much, Jules. You've shared some really amazing advice and tips, uh, which I think will translate across not only be Airbnb uh, and property management, but also any service industry. You've shared some really valuable um, advice there. So thank you for that. Now, I'm a big advocate of personal development. So what is one of the best personal development tools um, that you can recommend to our listeners, a book, a podcast or other resource? Um, I know you did mention a book early that was transformational for you. Yes, absolutely. Rich Woman by Ken Kiyosaki was what changed my life. That book was a game changer. It is basically... As I said it's earlier, it's a, it's a book about um, it's written by a woman for women and it's basically helping women become financially independent. And for me, that was exactly what I needed to do when where I was at with my husband who was gravely ill at the time. So I would go and get yourself a copy, ladies, because, you know, from reading that book, I not only became financially independent, I started property investing. I bought an Airbnb at a property for Airbnb, which became, I became one of Airbnb's top hosts. I then went on to become an owner builder and I wrote a book. So that is for me, book 101. Every woman should have a copy of Rich Woman by King Kiyosaki. So, I'm going to go out and buy that, order absolutely. that straight after this podcast. So Yes, do that, Kylie, because especially it's a great book for people who just don't even know where to begin. The book is so easy to read and it's such an eye-opener. And, yeah, 
That's brilliant. Thank you so much for sharing that. I will leave a link to that um, as well as a link to your book um, in our show notes. But um, what is the best way for our listeners to um, grab a copy of the book or to reach out and maybe have a a bit more of a connection with you, um, find out a bit more about um, becoming an Airbnb super host? That's easy. Just jump on my website, secretsofasuperhost.com. My email and socials are on there. And if anybody wants to reach out and ask me any questions about Airbnb, property, financial independence, I would absolutely love to hear from you. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Jules, for your time. I really appreciate that. Thanks, Kylie. If you love the Property Management Podcast, you've got to check out the PM Collective, hosted by my friend, Ashley Goodchild. She discusses things like how to have awkward conversations about pay rises, um, yes, please, how to raise the bar in property management, and why so many people just seem to fall into the industry. You've got to love stories like that. She'll leave you with great advice, actionable steps to take, and let you know that you're not alone in any of the challenges that you face. So be sure to check out the PM Collective wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, I know your time is valuable, so thank you for spending it here. Now, if you are someone who is serious about growing your property management business and you'd like to learn the systems that I've put in place inside my own business that consistently brings in five to 15 new management leads every single week without me having to do anything, then go to the show notes and click on the link to get on the waiting list for the growth school and you'll get notified when it launches. Until next time, my friend.